The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, a very busy weekend in sport. I'm joined by Kathleen McNamee, digital producer with Off the Ball and host of the Koi Gig podcast. Uh, Kathleen, good morning. Morning, Pat. Let's uh, start with the latest, I suppose, and that is the defeat by the Netherlands of Ireland last night in uh, Aviva. Uh, and uh, 2-1 scoreline, um, you know, was, was it ever going to be anything else when you looked at the strength of the two squads? It was unlikely to be, although I did feel like last night if we had someone like an Evan Ferguson, even though maybe we haven't seen it as much at an international level as we have at a Premier League level at Brighton, if we had someone who could actually take good, decent shots and give us a bit of a chance, we actually could have gotten a result last night out of that game. Um, Obviously, we got the penalty in the first few minutes, which was our only real chance at scoring. You know, there was a couple of times where a few of the players were away and it just looked like they took one too many touches or they were afraid to shoot or there wasn't the, you know, that cutting edge that we really need. So another tough night for Stephen Kenny. I mean, it essentially means that we're out of the Euros race and there is still in the way there always is with these things, permutations and numbers, but we're very dependent on other results for that. Yeah, uh, Eamon Dunphy said, Jesus Christ could have managed the Ireland team and they still would have lost. I mean, there's a a touch of that when you look at uh, the strength of the squads, where the players are are coming from, Mm. the different international teams or uh, club teams in the various countries. Uh, On paper, we never even should have put up the showing we did? Yeah, no, definitely not. And that's the kind of frustrating thing in that I do think that there was an opportunity to get a result there last night if we had the one or two players that were just like that little bit more classy. Um, But that's that's not what we have. I mean, all the talk this morning, it basically seems to be a general resignation amongst people that Stephen Kenny won't be going any further with this squad yeah. after this qualification period. But Well, I Shane do- Cohen was uh, discussing this morning on Breakfast about this and he said he'd had, uh, they were talking about who would take over from Stephen Kenny and no one in his uh, collection of friends and uh, acquaintances could uh, suggest anybody who might um, take on the job. Well, that's the thing because you have to like question if we do get someone in, is there actually the talent in the squad that they'll actually be able to improve us and like give us a chance for the World Cup qualification? Or is it a case where Stephen Kenny has done a really good job with a group of young and relatively yeah. inexperienced players and maybe he has reached his ceiling with them and there is someone who can come in and like bring them up to that next step? But it's just the quality isn't there in that team at the moment. And we're still kind of reliant on the likes of, say, Shane Duffy to come up and try and score a header or something Mm -hmm. in a way that we are sometimes with the women's team as well and when it comes to Louise Quinn. So it's a difficult situation that we find ourselves in once again, one that won't be solved anytime soon, Mm -hmm. I don't think. And then we contrast that with rugby. Now, the opposition was... uh uh, Romania uh, and on again on paper we should have destroyed them and destroyed them we did we did uh, there was a few a little bit of a shaky start with them obviously getting that opening try although Owen Shahan had a great start that apparently uh, the Rugby World Cup winners out of three of the last four have all conceded the first try in their opening game so hopefully that's a good <laughs> sign considering it was us and France did the same thing on uh, Friday night so Sexton was absolutely terrific and uh, no Didn't look uh, like ring rustiness there uh, and uh, no injuries it would appear Yep, it seems to be but we came out of that one all clear um, from that 82-8 scoreline. I mean, that last try that we scored was just so... It, it almost looked like you were watching a game of minis play or something. Mm. It didn't look like professional rugby, but I think it showed so much about the 
the general mentality this team has because even though they were so far away, they were still like, no, we're going to get those extra points, which are obviously important for yeah. getting out of the group. Now, we looked at the other uh, match in the group, which was uh, the uh, South Africans against Scotland, and it was nip and tuck for a while, mm. but then... Yeah, no, South Africa really did pull away. I mean, it was quite interesting in parts of it because I thought for the first half, Scottish scrum held up quite well against the South Africans. We know how big of a pack they are. Manny Limbuck uh, missed quite a few of his kicks. Uh, it got to the point where Fafta Clerk took one from the sideline. Um, so that's an interesting one for us because obviously he played so well in that game against New Zealand just before the Rugby World Cup started. Scotland just didn't look like they were going to score all that often. Mm. Uh, interesting, Rob Carney said at halftime uh, that the ref had missed one red card and two yellow cards. Oh, 100%. The refing over the weekend was an absolutely major talking point. There, there was several in that game. There was also in the Fiji-Wales game. They had every reason to feel very, very unhappy with the refereeing. Um, Fiji probably could have got a result against Wales if it had been ref properly, mm. but sadly that did not happen. So yeah. it'll be interesting if we're, we look at that. Uh, Tom Curry was sent off uh, for England in their match and uh, he was described as a, a caged animal. <laughs> yeah, definitely one of those more surprising results of the weekend, I think. Um, a lot of people expected Argentina with the way England have been playing the last couple of weeks to come through and get a bit of a result, but they were incredibly disappointing. And it also kind of makes you wonder now, well, is there a possibility that England could get to that final because that side of the draw is so easy and Argentina were seen as one of the sticking points, but it doesn't seem like they have appeared in the tournament. Mm. Now, lots of other sport over the weekend. Uh, we had uh, Djokovic winning uh, his fourth US Open against uh, Medvedev, uh, put up a bit of a fight in the second set because it was won by Djokovic on a tiebreaker, but it was 6-3, 7-6, three mm -hmm. fairly straightforward for Djokovic I didn't see it so I don't know how tough it was yeah no it was it was on late last night so I only caught the highlights with the joys of breakfast radio having to be up at five o'clock in the morning but yeah it was pretty um, easy for him as you say put up a bit of a fight in the second set but I don't think that Djokovic really felt any worries uh, the big one of the weekend I think was probably Coco Goff yeah. beating Sabalenka in the women's final that was 2-6-6-3-6-2 for I her I mean she's what 19 years of age 19 um, years of yeah. age uh uh, and like I think she said it afterwards you know people have talked so much about how good she is and but also have always said like is it just a flash in the pan is it she being overrated because she's compared to Serena Williams so much and she was just kind of like I always told you I'd you know make my breakthrough and she kind of saw that yeah. as hers uh, once again Sabalenka kind of she actually goes into this as world number one even though she lost but um, once again kind of falling at that final hurdle so it's a struggle for her mm. uh, We had great results in rowing we did have great results in rowing. So once again, O'Donovan and McCarthy winning their gold in the lightweight double skulls at the World Rowing Championships in Belgrade. It was a comfortable enough win for them. They came in at 6.32.09. Um, it's a fourth world's title in a row for O'Donovan and a third for McCarthy. So once again, proving they're probably some of our most underrated sports people considering how consistently yeah. they achieve things. Um, and if boxing used to be where we expect medals, maybe rowing is where we should expect medals in the Olympics. Siobhan McCrohan wins uh, gold in the lightweight women's skulls final. Uh, and uh, we have more who've qualified for Paris, which is great. Yeah, exactly. And you also had Ross Cargan and Nathan Timoney. They won bronze in the men's pair and a lot of the other rowers as well. They were all just kind of on the edge of the podium. So really great for weekend for mm. Irish rowing once again. Um, lots of things happening in athletics and uh, Kira McGeehan uh, has broken her own record yet again. Yeah, once again, continuing her great season. So 
she smashed her own record of a uh, time of 3.55.87. So she had another great battle with Laura Mertz, turning into one of the kind of great battles in athletics, the two of them. And it's funny because they're actually quite good friends as well. So they almost are cheering each other on. But it's great having someone like Laura Mertz there to push her on. Um, she said that she found the whole thing a little difficult at times but also that when she was rounding that final bend she just kind of knew it herself that she had it in her legs to keep going so excellent news once again from Kier McGean A couple of uh, comments why would any coach take on the Ireland soccer team even if he got them to the World Cup sure he'd be let go just like the women's coach self-destruction is our game Uh, and uh, another uh, comment the only thing more inexplicable and bewildering than climate change is how Ireland managed not to score in the first minute before the penalty. <laughs> that was actually very fair to, about not being able to score in the first minute. I mean, it was a, a golden open chance and we were lucky that we got the penalty a couple of minutes later then. All right. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Catherine McNamee, digital producer with Off the Ball and host of the Koi Gig podcast. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.